sit down boys if I get a treat for you fighting the fight when it comes to technology we are the knights of the kingdom of geekery we rise up when it comes to the challenge of discussing all this nerd knowledge we are the digital soup we are the digital soup we bring All right, everybody, welcome back to Digital Soup, the only podcast that believes nothing ain't nothing, but it's free. <laughs> is it? Ain't nothing, Do you agree with me, though? Nothing is free. Nothing ain't nothing, but it's free. So nothing ain't nothing, but it's free. So nothing is something. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it's okay. it's a lyric from Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. If you guys... Oh, so you, you went back to your... Your twenties and, and found a song yeah. lyric. Oh, I thought you were gonna say my youth. But you <laughs> had did. to actually hit when me at twenties. When you were in your twenties, your youth. <laughs> well, at least you didn't say when you're single digits. Oh no, when you're forty. <laughs> no, it'd been worse if you would have said forty. That's right. Right. I'm going I'm going backwards and everything. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just crazy. Okay, like Benjamin Button, who are we? Ooh, <laughs> you know, I never seen that movie. Next oh. on Super Reviews. It'll grow. No, on no, you. no, 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 no. But I've It'll never seen on you. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. It gets better with age. <laughs> Everybody, my name is Jason. And joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. Well, What's hey, up, Jason? guys? Huh? I said, hey, Jason. How's it going? It's going good, Adam. Great, great. And Dave, how are you today? Mm, fair to middling. Mm, very, very right. good. Middling. Thank you for joining us today on NPR Radio. All That's right. what I was going to say. You're so like, you come in, you're like, all right, everybody. All right, everyone. I'm Jason. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm very astute. I picture you with a giant, a giant mustache and uh, a smoking jacket, maybe? And a sombrero. Yeah. And a, a sombrero. A, just a pipe that you hold in your <laughs> hand. And then you're like Walter Cronkite. Hi, everybody. I'm Jason. <laughs> you're and Walter this Cronkite. Is the news. The news. <laughs> Because they got to kind of slur it. This is the news. This is a very important time for the United States of America. You can sound like Richard Nixon, don't you? I don't know. (laughs) I am not a crook. Well, I know. I've known you most of my life. I think you are a crook. (laughs) (laughs) Most Uh, of my life, too, I said. (laughs) Let's just do a recap of who's the one that has stories of stealing friends' video game in your underwear. Oh, come on. That was like so 1980s. <laughs> Story wasn't. Yeah. Well, no. well of course you got to, you know, remember the good times. <laughs> All right. What's our first story here, guys? Well, I don't know because in the show notes, the first like page and a half, we got a ton of, well, not a ton. We What do we have? Like yeah, eight I or nine? It's a, it's a few. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, a ton, ton for us. A ton yeah. for us. And do we're we actually want to read happy. all these? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's read a couple at a time and then do some stories and then read a couple more. We'll we'll sprinkle them through the show. Yeah, let's do two at a time since there's it looks like there's eight. So dat intro. Yeah, sure. Dat dat intro though from Monkey Tennis eighty nine from the UK. This is a wonderful podcast. It sounds great. It's produced very well and the content is top notch. This is a must listen. Nice. Thank you very much. 
It sounds like I'm bragging. Yes. <laughs> this is <a> top notch. <laughs> Ex- excellent reviews, guys. Drew Garcia from the US of A. Wow, I've really enjoyed listening to you, you guys. I wish I had found this earlier. I love watching and talking about movies, so there were several times where I found myself trying to interject. Anyhow, I'm I'm thinking to go back and watch movies and then listen to these guys' talk takes on the movies. Might be fun. Um, <laughs> specifically, I've got a couple episodes I think you'd really like. Um, <laughs> one is for Tusk. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for taking time to provide the free content. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Awesome. Um, now, are you guys familiar with a little Italian joint called Domino's? Domino's? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, did, didn't he actually get arrested for killing his no, spouse? No, uh, I said a little Italian joint. I didn't say like Italian person. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Italian, it's named after the owner, Mr. Domino. Mm-hmm. No. Am I correct? Antonio's, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's always it's a, a name of the person yeah, that owns true. it. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Domino's <laughs> maybe, Pizza. Maybe and he's self- just a mean person. <laughs> and that accent, they're like, oh, they're Domino's. <laughs> like, the, like the meanies, you know, they just they say it different. <laughs> like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. He's a Domino's. <laughs> so teaming so with you Neuro, a self-driving car company, some select Texas markets are enjoying the fun of having their pizza delivered by self-driving cars. The real question, and this is, I thought of this before I even read it. Do you still have to tip? <laughs> yeah. Do you still have to tip? I would say no. Uh, you have to actually walk out to the <laughs> right. car you have to, to get wash your pizza. the car somehow. So I would say no. You have to wash the car. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. the thoughts I had about this, A, it's kind of cool. Kind of sad, though, because if they perfect this, they're putting how many people out of jobs in college and everything else? Four. Well, you know, it's a popular job for, <laughs> for college kidding. students and people, get, you know, get a job delivering pizzas or even a second job for people. That part of it aside, which Oh, just wait until you see Johnny Cab, Dave. Right. But the thing is, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so this car is going to come. Now, the article that we've got linked up here from VentureBeat, they say the vehicles top out at 25 miles per hour. Are, are they building these cars and keeping the heat like just blasting in there so your pizza stays warm? Because if they're only driving 25 miles an hour and they've got to go, I don't know, however many miles. I mean, we live in a fairly rural area up where I'm at, and sometimes they, they say as it is now, it'll take a half hour from the time you order it. Yeah, the closest Domino's to you is at least a good hour away, right? Well, no, I've got <laughs> one in, in my town about five miles away or so across town, whatever it is, four miles. But even so... I mean, it's going to take a little while for this stuff to get mm-hmm. there. And so I wonder, since the self-driving, are they just going to keep it like it's hot like an oven in there all the time so it just keeps it like on permanent warm? <laughs> and secondly, when this thing shows up at your door and you go out there to get your pizza, how does it stop you from taking the other pizzas it's delivering at the same time? Or or stop someone else, you know, that, that was the house before yours, from just wiping out 15 oh, pizzas Oh, yeah, I didn't even think thing. about that because it... There's no way that it could just pull. Well, could it just pull your pizza up into the delivery spot? Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's mechanized. It's a interesting. Yeah, interesting. I mean, idea. it's like uh, whenever Dave goes to buy a newspaper, he puts in his one seventy five and takes out eight yep. papers. Yeah, my newspaper. See, I got to read my news. <laughs> it's all Bugsy Siegel on us. <laughs> I know. I don't know what that's all about. I need my news. You see. <laughs> It's important to see what's going on. Damn, you know? you kind of sound like the Minnesotan version, though, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to see what's yeah, going yeah, on. You know? Know? There, I got a 
got to read the news, yeah, you where's know. Where's my paper, see, you know? <laughs> you know, you should do a whole uh, 1920s mafia in uh, northern Minnesota. <laughs> what if I need my paper, eh? I'm going to go on down to the bar tonight, and, you know, yeah, see? You're going to sleep with the fishes, you see, after I chop through this ice. <laughs> I'm setting up a sweet iron ore operation up there, yeah, see? Don't you <laughs> I was going to say, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> whenever you shoot people. Oh, 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 excuse me there. These are uh, these concrete <laughs> shoes. They fit you. All right. Oh, sorry about that there. You know, <laughs> no, but this, it's kind of a cool idea. Yep. I mean, we're seeing technology again, getting further and further pushed into that territory. Automation. Of everyday home and, use. you know these delivery drivers they want $15 an hour that's why they got to do this it's cheaper to make a self-driving car right. or buy well, a self-driving car this clearly isn't the only market for this you know we talked about some of the the E3 shows and stuff where they're talking about completely driverless vehicles even right. Uber lately has been experimenting with driverless vehicles self-driving right. cars i mean just imagine imagine this nightmare scenario with a driverless Uber okay when do, I mean, people use Uber all day long in big cities. They need to get from place to place. But when is probably one of the most popular times people are calling New Uber? Year's Eve. When they're drunk. When they're drunk after a night out on the town. And then you've got some dude or lady get, stumbling into this Uber car with no driver, passing out in the back yep. seat, and then just, just like- riding around for hours in hours no idea what's even going on. Well, well, they have to choose a destination on their app first. Well, sure, but then what's to make them get out of the car? Ejector seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a convertible. Awesome. You're home. Pow! That's why they need Johnny Cab to have a little guy in there that's like, get out. Yeah, when they're passed out, it just oh, like... The or they electrocute the them. seats. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Cattle prods them from the back. <laughs> Wake up. Same way they deliver your pizza. Yeah, Injection. I mean... I, would you guys, like, if they brought this to your town, how often would you order pizza j- just I'd to order, see it? I would to see it, definitely. Uh, at least once. Yeah. I, I think I'd probably have to do it a few times just because I'd be out there like the old man, you know, like, can you believe this stuff? This is crazy. Yep. I ordered it from a wireless device sitting on my toilet. It showed up in a car and no driver. <laughs> you know what? Back in my day, they used to bring the pizza right to my door. Now I got to walk down to the street. <laughs> well, we, oh, we joked, yeah. though. We joked about, do you still have to tip? Here's the flip side of that. Obviously, you're probably not going to just leave some cash in the car. No, it's credit only. Right. And so you're not going to be leaving a tip. So if they bring this out... My prediction is you're going to watch pizza prices significantly increase to cover the cost and the fact. Well, no, that most no times tips. when you order pizza, there's a delivery charge, which is separate from right. the tip. There's already a delivery charge on there. Right. I think another thing you'll see are pizza snatchers. Oh yeah, <laughs> running by. Oh, that's my pizza. Yeah, they're just right. chasing it because it's only going 25 miles an hour. No pizza so, pirates, because that's what they Whoa. call. Isn't that what they call the Amazon thieves that steal off your porch? Porch like, pirates. Porch pirates. Yeah. Be pizza a, pirates. A pizza pirates. Oh man, sailing the high seas, looking for your pepperonis. Yep. If you're not Except standing be- by the window watching for that pizza to come up, all of a sudden <laughs> somebody runs up to there and. St- but you probably before the the hatch opens, I'm sure you have to swipe your card. Or yeah, something. maybe. But you know, I could see it though. The only thing. With with pizza pirates like that, you're probably okay because you'll you'll probably find it'll be just a bunch of stoners that are like Jones and honestly, I think a, and, that would be a good name for a pizza shop is Pizza Pirates. I like. Let's start one. Arr, hey, it's Pizza Pirates. Get yeah. your pizza over here. 
Yeah, yeah your pizza, see? <laughs> I'm excited about this next story. Yeah. Um, I knew you I've would always love martial arts and movies and samurai stuff. And in fact, I didn't even know about this till I read it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Netflix is, has announced a samurai version of Game of Thrones, which it, they're calling it. People are calling it that. But um, right. it's feudal Japan covering the conflict between kingdoms led by power hungry warlords. Mm-hmm. And this could be exciting. I love this kind of um, period piece. Right. With this kind of stuff. Now, that do you th- awesome. do you think it'll be dubbed just to be awesome? No, I would. I would <laughs> honestly expect. Oh, well, maybe I guess, but I I would think they'd make it so it's not all, you know, subtitles. It'd be in English. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't mean subtitles. I mean like you know, dubbed in English. So they'll be speaking oh, I, Japanese. Oh, so it'd yeah. be like Godzilla movies. Yeah, just yeah, like I the old know. school, you know, kung fu I, I theater. Think, I think they'll just no. do it in English or some accent, you know. But they're saying now they they compare this to Game of Thrones for feudal Japan, but at the same time they're describing it as a, a docudrama because they are going to make it um, educational and historically accurate while keeping you know like the battles and in the intrigue the storyline is going to be probably more fictional taking place in real life events kind of I, a thing. I can imagine it's similar to like Vikings. Right, which that, is that's it's to based, me, loosely based on history, but it's just an awesome right. drama show. Now, and the 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 part to me that I, I saw this and I was like, "Oh, Adam's gonna love this," and this is very cool. I'm excited about it as well. But then I, I kind of I read it a couple times just to just to make sure I was reading this right. <laughs> Are you talking about what the, I'm? The ta- yeah, the the lead characters, the uh, warlord. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> no, try and pronounce the name. I, I can't do Masamuni. Yeah, Mas- and Mas- so Mas- the warlord he's going to play is going to be nicknamed the One-Eyed Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys need to grow up. It's you a real. Shut it. <laughs> the thing is, it's based on history because they're saying whatever Ganon balls. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying that by seventeen, this warlord was in charge of his family clan. He's an iconic figure from Japanese history and has actually inspired a bunch of different, um, you know, fictionalized depictions, but. Even so, it's like, oh, come on! And even the, his helmet is is thought to have actually influenced the design of the Darth Vader helmet. I mean, so he, he's he's actually a very well known hmm. character oh, yeah. in, in that time period. Yeah. But he actually, he lost his sight from smallpox. Yeah, as a kid. You're right. He plucked he, his own he, eyeball out. It says. Yeah, and that's supposedly. But I mean, oh, how would I mean? It must not. Obviously, back in those days, it, it couldn't have meant the same thing. That we, we, we that we you know childish minds right now are thinking about when you nickname someone the one eyed dragon. Mm-hmm. It, so it could like one eyed Willie from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, it, it couldn't have meant that same thing. But man, what an unfortunate well, nickname! They for had a that warlord. popular song. It was like a sleep with the one eyed dragon. Uh, not not true. Oh, okay. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but this looks pretty cool. It's looking to arrive on Netflix later this year, so we're still potentially going to see this in 2019. Cool. Now, Adam, did you ever see that show? It, it followed uh, The Walking Dead on Sundays. It was called Into the Badlands. No, I didn't. I believe that was uh, like a a martial arts show, wasn't it? Oh, you know what? I think I watched one episode okay. so far. I never, I never watched it, but I always saw the previews and stuff. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic martial arts show. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. So something you should probably get into too, huh? 
No, I'm not it. I, I have started watching season three of Jessica Jones since we're talking about Netflix. Yeah, I, I gotta watch that too. I'm only I'm only two episodes in, but man, it's so good. It bums me. It it really bums me out because the whole time I'm thinking this is fun. I'm really enjoying it. There's some beautiful cinematography work and and just the vibe is really cool. But knowing that it's canceled, like this season, it's the end. There's nothing more coming. Mm. You know, it's kind of like. Ugh. Well, there's always a chance, though, because with, you know, Disney having their streaming service, they might bring back season four. That's what they're speculating, because, you know, Netflix canceled all of their Marvel stuff. But did they actually cancel it or did, you know, Marvel Disney say, hey, we're not we've taken back the rights. That's this is it for you. And we're going to continue this on our streaming service. It would be very cool. I mean, I could care less, to be honest, if Luke Cage gets another season, even though I haven't watched the last one or Iron Fist. But Jessica Jones and Daredevil and The Punisher were all three. Those three were my favorite out of those those runs. And Jessica Jones, I think I just like it so much because she's not like in a costume. She's not, you know, it's not like watching Captain America. And she's a drunk. Yeah, I mean, she's just, like, gritty, real life. She's got tons of, like, emotional, mental problems, but she has these powers, and, and the storylines, the writing in that series is so much fun. But anyways, I, I derailed us. We just got on Netflix talk. So, oh, Adam, like yeah, should we hit a couple more reviews? We should. Entertaining Show by Tobias F87 out of the UK says, Fun show with an ace theme tune. Yep. Great chemistry, great voices, and interesting topics. Get on it. And then Love These Three by Bearded Crest from the U.S. of A. Fun, hilarious, engaging. What more could you want? Great stuff. (laughs) Now, do you think he really loves us? Yes. He wrote that he did. In love with us. Yes, but, you know, is that just what people say? Like if if we put him to the test, are you saying like if we put him to the test and said, hey, Bearded Crest, you would do anything for love? But I won't do that. <laughs> hey, tell me about this John Wick hex game. Come on, Dave, tell us. Come on, well, Dave. You know, we uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> this guy, I Jake, know. It's like he puts stuff in the show notes and they won't tell us about it. sure got a lot yeah. of brass not talking about it. Yeah, this guy <laughs> hopes that his co host <laughs> reads We're not going to let him talk. Yeah. No, we, we talked a few weeks back Did about we? the, the fictional. <laughs> NES, uh, I've never talked to you guys in my life. What are you on about? But we we talked about this fictional game they mocked up as a side scroller with John Wick. Well, at that same time, they did announce, and this is coming from Epic Games, which Epic is Fortnite, right? That's yes, yeah. And so, but they've got this game, it's called John Wick Hex. And the the premise, um, I'm just going to read this a little bit right from their website. It'll do better better explanation of the game than I probably can. But um, it's a they're saying it's a fast paced action oriented strategy game, which is kind of interesting. It, they said it makes you think and strike like John Wick. Um, it's created in close cooperation with the creative teams behind the film, which is awesome because you're going to get the same feel I think in the story and everything else. Um, they're saying you must make quick decisions and choose every action and attack they make, all while considering their immediate cost and consequences. So it looks like a, a, a pretty wild game because it's really taking a lot of like the fun action. You're not just going to run through this thing and, and shoot them up and blast them. You've got to kind of be aware of not only how it's going to impact immediately, but also 
the next three steps so you can take down the rest of the killers without getting killed yourself. The cool thing is this has some, it, it's kind of a, it's it's not really cell shaded, I guess, kind of, like you would it think of. It looks like it is. But it's kind of cell shaded, but kind of, yeah, it's kind of a weird look. It reminded me, ironically, of the old Keanu Reeves film a little bit, um, A Scanner Darkly. Hmm. I, I can't remember I, what they called that. I never that. watched he that. He was in that. that. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, he was in that. He was, um, and it, it's kind of like they did the cartoon effect over the actual film. This is a little more hand-drawn cartoony, but also like very, I don't know, it, it's it's detailed, but yet very minimal at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it kind of reminds me like the the visual style, like a little bit more minimal stripped-down version of the show Archer. You know, oh, and sure. I never yeah, watched yeah. that either. I've seen the previews, of course. Yeah, at least when you're seeing the closer up, like cutscenes and stuff. But some of the scenes are looking like they're, you know, a little bit more top down when he's strategizing between things. It might just be like when you enter a battle, you've got just a couple seconds to make your actions and make your moves, and then it drops down into the the third person view again or something. But hmm. the game, I mean, we love John Wick here. You know, the, the the movies, and to me, this game just looks like a heck of a lot of fun. I'll have to give it a try. Now, is what is it coming out for? Uh, what is it coming out for? That's a good question. Is it well? It's Epic Games, so it should be. I would assume PC. PC. I would assume your your major, at least PC, but probably your major consoles. I would think too, Xbox and, and Sony. I guess I'm looking at their website here, and it, it tells me you can pre-purchase it. Hmm. Minimum requirements are saying Windows and Mac. Um, so maybe Ooh, it's not Mac. even. Mac. It hey, might not right. even be coming out on on consoles. Uh-oh. To be honest, pre-purchase twenty bucks right now. Um, your community awaits. It says, and it's giving me the symbols for PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. But I don't, I don't know for sure. But it's saying minimum requirements look to be PC, but might huh. be coming to other stuff too. But it should be coming soon. That's cool. cool. Uh, are you guys gonna try it? You think? I'm I'm really thinking Maybe. I might. I'll, I'll probably wait and see, you know, kind of what reviews say once it comes out because it's not like I have a ton of time. <laughs> this guy, play. always waiting and seeing. Well, you know, got to make sure I'm spending that money or it's most effective so I can jump on whatever the most popular bandwagon is that my old man gaming eyes and reflexes can handle. <laughs> Pong? <laughs> uh, speaking of spending money on stuff, yeah, Sega Genesis Mini... They've uh, revealed which games are finally... The final list has been revealed, basically. Right. And, of course, no Sonic. What? There's two. <laughs> okay, the number one game on there is Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, if it was Sony, of course, they're not going to put their best games on the PlayStation Classic. No, why would they do that? I know, it's stupid. But uh, definitely... Uh, did you read through this list? This is... This is like the... Take us through it. Huh? Take us through. Oh, the there's a cheese. ton of them there. I mean, there's forty. What is it? Forty something games. But forty two. You can read that. Okay. I could have read half of them already. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's go through them here. Sonic- wait, wait. Read them in the style of "We Didn't Start the Fire." Oh, challenge. Sonic now. the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania: Next Generation, Space Harrier Two, Shining Force, Doctor Robotics, Mean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic <laughs> Zone. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Uh, <laughs> Gunstar Heroes. Uh, a couple of the. Uh, uh, 
Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion. Sorry, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Thunder Force 3, that was a great game. Side-scrolling uh, shooter, if you guys have never played it. Super Fantasy Zone, uh, it's kind of like a uh, pastel-colored you know, shooter. It was kind of dumb. But uh, you know, Shinobi 3 was awesome. Streets of Rage 2 was awesome. Earthworm Gems, do you guys remember those? Mm-hmm. Yep. They're awesome. Yep. Sonic Hedgehog 2, so we got two Sonics so far. Whoa. Probotector, I have no idea what that is. Landstar- I wonder if it's tied into the ne- yeah the Landstalker and in the next one Mega Man the Willy Wars the Wily Wars dork <laughs> Pro Detector and the Willy Wars yeah now now the Wily Wars is uh <laughs> is Mega Man one two and three from the NES just redone with updated sixteen bit graphics okay uh, so they're pretty cool Street Fighter two special championship uh, champion edition. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, a oh, fantastic game. Love no, it. Ghouls and Ghosts. Okay, sorry. Game. Yeah, Ghosts and Goblins was 8-bit NES. I'm sorry. Alex <laughs> Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, kind of a, a fun little side-scrolling game. Uh, Story of Thor, never even did it. But, hey, uh, can one of you guys do your Thor impersonation? Um, who, which no. one of us had a Thor impersonation? Oh, I, I thought remember. when you took your shirt off, you looked like Thor. <laughs> From the original movie. No, <laughs> yeah. I was talking about Endgame. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Did you? Okay, let's pause for one. <laughs> not pause, but like quick tangent. Did you guys, I, I, I sent it out on our Twitter, I think, the other day. Did you guys see the video that's kind of, uh, it was, they obviously filmed it intentionally, but it was Fat Thor from Endgame playing guitar and singing yes. the Johnny Cash version of Hurt. Yep. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's not the whole song. It's like little clips. And Chris Hemsworth sure. actually shared it out and was like, "Guys, I don't know why you're worried about Thor so much. He's he's gonna be fine." And <laughs> he's just there, like playing guitar. The dude can actually play guitar. It looked like so. Yeah, oh. not too bad. It, it was a fun video. And it, he must have done it during filming because he. I'm oh, sure yeah. he doesn't wear Full that makeup. all the time. <laughs> right. I hope not. Well, who was that that wore? Uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the episode uh, on the podcast on one of the episodes or not, but there was somebody that wore some actor wore like the outfit from one of the movies for one year straight. Do you know what I'm what? talking about? I think. Well, Jim Carrey did it. He he really went deep into character with when he did the um, Andy Kaufman movie. What was it called? Man on the Moon. No, that's not what I'm thinking of though. But yeah, that's. Like he, because there was a, a secondary character that Andy Kaufman would play, and Jim Carrey would walk around like he'd attend parties and everything as that guy. But yeah, that might not be what you're <laughs> thinking of. There, there's a documentary you can see on Netflix called I think it's called Jim and Andy, and it's it's fascinating and terrifying, like how much he lost himself into those roles. But anyways, who did you think of? I lose Bulls? myself into my roles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do your kids, Daddy. daddy. They jump on you. Whoa, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, that's nice. You make it sound like I'm the comic book guy from The Simpsons. I have ab, okay? I have ab. I have one big ab. I mean, wh- yeah. why would anybody want a six-pack when I got a keg? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's when the party is. Right. <laughs> uh, now, where right. were we here? Okay. Well, I, I just Gold, got worried. You, golden uh, Axe. Said golden Axe, Fantasy Star, Sonic the Hitchhawk, yeah. Spinball, Vector Man, Wonder Boy, in Monster World, and Tetris. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them. We, uh, let's we're uh, almost through. Come on. Darius, Road Rash 2, Strider, Virtua Fighter 2, Elysia Dragoon, Kid Chameleon, Monster World 4, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, and Light Crusader. Monster World 4, is that related to those current Monster Hunter games? No, not in the least. Okay. <laughs> it, well, I know that's an old series, though, that supposedly has been very, very 
difficult to get into that monster hunter mm-hmm. series that's why i wasn't sure if it was like early versions of that or something no not not that no because it's, it, you you didn't tame or i don't know you don't tame them in monster hunter what do you do you just is Kill it you them. just destroy them okay you, you hunt them <laughs> but no it's it this was a side scrolling thing of a thingy Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think I'm so it sounds like it's a pretty good lineup for the Sega Genesis Mini. Right. It should be on Jason's shelf soon. Yeah. Now, Unopened, uh, never now, to be played. Now, if you take a look, if you Google this online, you're going to find a lot of early reviews of it because, uh, you know, so people have yeah, actually seen the hardware. But that, you know, just looking at the list of games, they're, they've already called this the absolute best classic, you know, retro system because of the the sheer amount of games and the quality of those games. I mean some of these are triple A titles that are in this. And that's that's the thing that is so disappointed about the PlayStation Classic. The original PlayStation was a phenomenal piece of hardware with some of the best games that were available. And yes, some of them don't hold up, of course, because of the whole 3D and stuff, but there's still some great games, and they drop the ball hardcore. You have to actually mod this and install your own games to actually get the best games on the system, and that's just sad. So Nintendo did great with their two. Sega is doing fantastic with this. PlayStation, oh, so sorry. And then the Turbo Graphic 16 Mini. Oh! Well... Hey. I, w- I was going to mention this because you put out on Twitter uh, a little uh, poll the other day. About yeah, nobody's answering. Gaming system. If I remember yeah. right. Well, we had some. We had a, a little conversation. I think between. Um, uh, I'm looking for it here. It was. Um, Come on, find it. W- Willie D. Nelson, uh, one of our friends over at the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Um, we did have one vote. Says Sega Genesis Mini. It looks like as of right now. I don't know who voted, but. Um, Willie replied, and, and I, I said, I kind of have to agree, because you asked, what new mini console are you more excited for, the Sega Genesis Mini or TurboGrafx-16 Mini? Willie says, I'm saddened that neither is an option. <laughs> and I kind of have to agree, like, they're cool, they're including really good games, but neither one, none of, none of these other mini systems really interest me much. I guess I was just a so much more of a Nintendo fan growing up. So having the two NES and SNES minis, I've got my retro gaming fix there. I really recommended TurboGrafx-16 to you guys because you've never played it. I mean, right. you can play it on your retro pies, but I don't know if you've ever even loaded it up yet. There is some great games on the TurboGrafx, and that's oh, yeah. why I think everybody should get it because this is a system not a lot of people had because it was like third tier. It's very hard for three systems to get market share. It's usually the two big ones, you know, that do it. I mean, right now, uh, yes, we have, you know, the Switch and we have the PS4 and we have the Xbox One. All three are doing great, but typically back in history, it didn't work that way. It was always, usually Nintendo was the bottom rung, except for the original Wii. But even the ga- gonna- the GameCube and... You know, the Wii U, of course, you know, they, they just didn't exist because the other two were just so much bigger. When are we going to get the Xbox Mini? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I would like the Game Boy Mini. The It'd Game like Boy the, Mini? Yeah. yeah. It's like the a Game Boy Mini really classic. small Game Boy. It's like your, the size of your Apple Watch. Oh, you could put it on your keychain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like those. I, I, I shared something about that recently, too, and I can't remember what it was. But remember those old, like tamagotchi pets or whatever oh, yep. yeah. 
Yep. And that's what they were saying was like Pokemon and, and some of those are just the, the current day version of those or something. Uh-oh. Oh, hey, we're we're getting a call here. This Uh-oh. is our first live call on the show. Hold on a second. Hello, caller. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, this is uh, Oliver Jones here calling from uh, Sydney, Australia. Wow, we got listeners in Sydney, Australia? Hey, Oliver. Yes, sir. Just found your podcast a couple weeks ago. Been liking it, so I call in and ask about gaming PC. Oh, we don't know nothing about gaming, do we? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what's <laughs> going on right now. We got a call. We got a live call. What'd you say your name was again, sir? Oliver Jones. Okay. Oliver Jones. And you're from Australia? Uh, yeah, Sydney, Australia. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Land down under. Okay, I, I, I've heard that song. I like the song. <laughs> 20 out of 25 of the most venomous snakes are down here. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All so right, what's well, your question on the uh, on the gaming PC? Did you? Oh, yeah, you can't hear there. Okay, so Adam asked, what's your question on the gaming PC? I'm sorry, you can't hear them. Oh, all right. Um, well, see... I have an Xbox One that I play on right now, and my my friends all play PC, or they're starting to, and I'm not sure what to get exactly. Like, we play a lot of Minecraft and, like, Rainbow Six Siege. I, I, I'm not quite sure how much, like, what all I need. I'm kind of new to PCs. Ah, okay. Well, for Minecraft, you really don't need that powerful of a PC. Um, it's, it's, well, we're, we're trying to get more into like competitive stuff. Been playing a little bit of Fortnite, not, not a fan of it, but they are. So, okay. Yeah. Any ideas guys? Well, considering you can't hear me, I, I guess, know uh, I'm going to have to translate. Uh, <laughs> um, the, it kind of depends on your budget, which you know about Jason, you can go for that one. That's you're, you're the gaming guy. Um, so how much you have to spend? Um, probably like. Like two to five, somewhere in there. Dollars? Thousand. thousand <laughs> Whoa! Two to five thousand. Don't get your wallabies in a bunch now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what well, is it? U.S. dollars or Australian? Uh, U.S. dollars or Australian dollars? Uh, U.S. Uh, U.S.? Okay. Well, uh, a budget of two to five thousand, which is a pretty big gap there, <laughs> um, you can actually get a pretty nice PC for that. I mean, you could probably pick also pick up one of the new uh, Mac Pros that are coming out. Those start at six thousand uh, with another six thousand dollar monitor, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, he won't right. be able to play his games on it. Though. Yeah, you're not. Gonna he'll need game. he'll need a little bit extra money for the stand, though. Don't forget. Oh yeah, it's a thousand dollars for the stand. Uh, but in all seriousness, though, um, a PC, uh, you could go with some of the uh, boutique uh, builders out there, the gaming places. Like, uh, what are what are some of the names, guys? Are feeling me right now? Um, like Alienware. Or... Oh, Alienware. Yeah, that's a big. one one um there's a dell's got some good gaming machines yeah too. i guess dell has some yep. what is it the xps line or something like that yep uh so i mean those are some choices there uh have you ever built a pc on your own uh no like i said i'm, I'm kind of new to it uh, okay um my buddy said they're they're rather expensive that's why i went so high i don't know that's what they were telling me okay well 
There's other places like CyberPower PC. Oh. Just look up gaming PCs. Yeah, and yeah CyberPower PC. You can actually Google, like Adam was saying. Uh, go ahead and Google like gaming PCs, and uh, you'll have a wide variety of choices there. Now, I'm assuming most of these companies are U.S. based, and I'm assuming they'd ship them over to you over there in Australia. Uh, do you have like any like local like uh, uh, something like a Best Buy? You know, any type of uh, you know electronic store. Oh, yeah, we got Best Buys down here. You have Best Buy? Oh, yeah, Sydney's got everything. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> nice. All right, well, go down to Best Buy then, and you can actually try out a bunch of the PCs. You know, just uh, take a look at uh, one. I, I doubt they'll do it. They don't do it here in the U.S., but you could, like, go up to one of the salespeople and go, hey, uh, I was taking a look at, uh, you know, whatever big game is right now and say, hey, can you install that and let me try and see how well it works? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd let you do that or not, but, you know. Well, the, the uh, we're, we're, we're rather friendly for the most part unless, you know, unless it's late at night. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, later at night, most people are out drinking. Ah, you, you know, you know how it is. And you, you, know, you guys they, like to throw back, right? Oh, we rough and tumble down here a little bit. <laughs> and how many uh, venomous snakes do you have over there? Oh, we have uh, twenty of the twenty-five most venomous snakes. Uh oh. Also, we also have the uh, the most venomous uh, marine creature, uh, the box jellyfish down here. Yeah. Kills more people than. Uh, Sharks, crocodiles, and stonefish combined. Drop bears? Uh, uh, Dave said drop bears. I have no idea what that means, but drop bears. I'm sorry? Uh, do you know what a drop bear is? Okay. Did I'm we... sorry. I can't. Ah, we must have a bad connection since you're in Australia. But uh, a drop bear, a D-R-O-P-B-E-A-R. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You said drop bear. Uh, yes, but without the accent. <laughs> like, kind of like the koala bear, but the 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 predator version, the fake thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've heard of that. All right. Funny. A- ask him what the main and main filling of a chico roll is. Uh, what is the main filling of a chico roll? Why, why why are we being why am i being interrogated right now i have no idea i think they're trying we, to see if you're really we love australia. australia i was there once oh uh, dave said he really loves australia he was there once and he just he wants to remember it why am i being interrogated <laughs> hey can can you say uh uh that's not a knife this is a knife <laughs> oh no crocodile dundee all right all right all right for you americans i'll do it that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. They said, yeah. <laughs> you know, I really wish All I right. need to hook this up somehow so you can hear Adam and Dave. <laughs> so, Jason, relay this to our That our would caller. be rather nice. Yeah. Re- relay this to our caller because I think we're spot on where if, if he's not comfortable doing a build, the best thing to do is look for, you know, at your electronic store or Best Buy um, look at a, a site like Newegg, which will ship worldwide, Hello? I believe. Uh, one second. I'm sorry. Dave's telling me something to tell you. One second. So, and, and look for a machine that's going to give you the best balance within your budget of the most RAM you can get, most most memory power, and the, the biggest card, you know, graphics processor uh-huh. card you can get. Because those two, if you get something even halfway decent, 
you're going to be able to run just about everything. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, basically what Dave said was buy the, the best PC that you can afford. Well, come on now. <laughs> That's, I can't remember all that, Dave. But oh, you, my goodness. You know it already, Jason. The best PC you right. can well, afford. For, ga- for gaming, uh, the best PC, you, you want to have the best you know, processor, video card, and RAM. And I'm going to also throw in there, uh, so the load times are really cut down, an SSD. It's really going to help you there. But if, Is that if, basically what you said, Dave? Basically, but I'd say if you're on a budget, you want the best performance, load time is one I can deal with. Okay. Dave. So right. he's not that, on a budget, though. Yeah, but if that SSD is going to push things too high to get something more than like a 256 mm-hmm. gig, maybe maybe skimp a little on the SSD. Although they are very nice to have, yeah, and, and max out now. max yeah. out on the on the memory, the processor, and the the video card. You'll be right. golden. Yep. So are, 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 D- Dave's uh, advice to you is, you know, to, you know, you have a pretty uh, nice budget there, but if you had to skimp a little bit, uh, you know, skimp a little bit on the size of the SSD or forego it, uh, but just make sure that you have the the best processor, th- as much RAM as you can afford, and of course the best video card because uh, the video card, when it comes to gaming, that's uh, one of the things that is you know pushing all those pixels, especially if you're going to look at like a 4K, 5K, or even one of the new 8K monitors. And I would also add, tell them that I'm going to tell you something. Okay, oh. now uh, Adam's going to tell me something to tell you too. One second. All right. So the other things that we want to make sure you don't skimp on are a good quality keyboard, mouse, and monitor for your inputs. You need something okay. smooth. You know, don't yeah, don't skimp. What was that one that uh, Barry recommended? A ducky, ducky yeah, clicker, or? something like that. Do not skimp on mouse, keyboard, or monitor. Those are three important things also because, you know, you want a good mouse and a keyboard, you know, to interact with your games. And uh, then you also want a great monitor because, you know, you could have, uh, you know, a $500 video card on an old CRT that is 600 by 480, and it's going to look like crop. And uh, Ducky Shines, was that what it was called? Ducky Shine, I think. Yeah, yeah. uh, check out a Ducky Shines keyboard. Uh, you got that? Did you say your name was Oliver? I'm sorry. Hello, call, uh, what was your name again, sir? I already Oliver. forgot it. Oliver. All Oliver right. Jones. Oliver Jones. All right. Yes, sir. That sounds very Australian. Also, just fun fact for you. You know that whole everybody swallows three spiders a year thing. <laughs> okay. Not true in America. It's true in Australia. Oh, I believe sp- it. Your spiders are so much uh, larger over there. I'd be, a, you know, so, you'd probably be choking like, on them. It's like a full meal. Oh, it's terrifying. So, so you bite down. <laughs> Ask Oliver where what does what does he do over there in Australia? Oh, what, what, Oliver, what do you do over there? What uh, what do you do for a job? What do you do for fun? Oh, I'm just actually a restaurant server right now. You serve and, in a restaurant? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Do what do you All serve? Right. Do you serve koala? Yeah. No kangaroo. Oh, <laughs> so it's like a McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Well, I gotta let you go. Fam's calling me. Gotta go. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. We really yes, appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, thanks Oliver. Oliver. It's been great. I and, can't and, wait to listen. Yeah, and the guys say thanks uh, for calling. And uh, you know what? I wish that I had a way for them to hear this. I'll have to think about that for the future. All right. Thank you. Tell your friends, and uh, we'd like to see a lot of listeners in Australia. Yep. Sorry we we drilled you. Jason psychs us out so much with guests, we didn't know what to think. (laughs) I'll I'll tell my friends all about you. Don't worry about it. Oh, thanks a lot. And uh, the guys say have a good night.
All right. Tell them to. I will. All right. Take care now. Yeah, later. Good day. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> That was awesome. It was awesome, but there's no way. No offense, Oliver. I had a tweet earlier for somebody who asked me a question and uh, direct message, and I said, "Hey, why don't you call the show tonight?" And I gave him my number. So I'm I'm just gonna say, first off, if we do have any Australian listeners, you heard me ask about about the drop bear. And, <laughs> drop bear? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Neither did Oliver. Oliver <laughs> Oliver would know if he was Australian. So I suspect some kind of shenanigans, but it's still very cool. We had a caller. Because a drop bear is a myth that that <laughs> Australians like to play on tourists. Tell them watch out for the drop bear, and uh, they they do that. And there's no such thing. It's, okay. It's, it's like just a joke, <laughs> like a supposed to be this you know fierce creature that this bear that will drop out of a tree. But there's no such thing. They just do okay. it to scare tourists. And I was googling things only Australians know. I was wondering what you were doing, Adam. It's like, what's the main ingredient of a Chico roll? Which, <laughs> I don't, what is it? Vegemite? Cabbage. A Vegemite. Oh, cabbage. oh, I should have asked about a Vegemite sandwich. I had Vegemite so, when I was there. So, Jason, you're telling us that was a legitimate caller from Australia. Yes. Wink. Awesome. Wink. So a legitimate caller, just <laughs> not from Australia? Wink. Yes, wink. 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 Okay. But it is very cool, nonetheless. It was cool. So what you're saying is you want... Uh, Listeners, if they want to be part of the show, they can do this in the future. Yes, but I got to th- figure out a way so you guys can hear him. I wonder how I can do that. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll or he can hear you guys, I right. should say. <sighs> well, uh, I you, guess what you can do is take if you've got have him you dial have in a I- cast. You have an iPhone, right? No, I don't. Well, even with your with your uh, Samsung, take the. Uh, oh, I don't know how that would. No, let's figure that out later. Okay, moving yeah, on with right. the show. Okay, Adam, I think I'm going to kill you, just so you know. Why? Oh, why? <laughs> do you see that, Dave? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so, so Adam, uh, uh, the, it's like a jib-jab, but it says it's gif-jif. <laughs> yep, that's, that's going to be my app recommendation of the week. I wanted to send it to you in advance. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, so we'll, our listeners we'll will never see this, hopefully. No, they won't. Good. But- <laughs> when we get to GIF GIF I'll, or GIF GIF, I'll, I'll I'll talk about how it can create hilarious GIFs. Because I'm not going to call it a GIF, even though I know it's supposed to be right. Right. <laughs> Before we do that, though, let's talk about beer from cereal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys had seen this, but it was just such a weird story. And I know we've got a few listeners that are are very avid um, craft beer drinkers. They like to sample stuff. And apparently this company, it's called Seven Brothers, but it's spelled B-R-O-7. Seven Bro Seven Hers. Seven Bro Seven Hers, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're basically, they, they've worked out a deal with Kellogg Cereal in which all the cereal that gets produced that isn't fit for packaging. So basically maybe they use an example with like cornflakes where maybe the flakes are too large or they're too small or maybe they're not the right shapes or whatever it is. That cereal normally gets shifted off to the side by the assembly line, the machine when it does the packaging and it normally gets thrown away. Mm-hmm. And this company has worked out a way where they are actually crafting beer out of that surplus that normally would get wasted and and thrown away. <laughs> now, it's very weird. They've got three versions out right now um, that they're saying are made with upcycled Kellogg's cereal. What does that There's mean? The, 
Upcycling is when you take something that would be normally considered junk and ready to be thrown out, and you're able to do something with it to make something new. Good example of upcycling is when people take the old pallets that are set to be thrown away and discarded. (laughs) People will collect them and take that wood, and they'll make you know, cool art pieces like, or, or different things for their home or heck people will make an entire wall, you know, finish their wall instead of handling. They do like these beautiful pallet walls. I got a better example of up. Yep. Uh, would you say it upcycling upcycling? Yes. Uh, when Wendy's takes their unused hamburgers and makes chili out of it. They do that. Yes. Would make sense. Smart. Right. You know they better, did that. Didn't better you? than better than That's throwing true. it in the garbage. I I'm I not even joking. You one time I got a three quarter full hamburger patty in in my spoon as I pulled it out. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> are you serious? Yep. They didn't crumble it up like they were supposed That's to. It's like when you buy cookies and cream ice cream and you get like an almost entire Oreo. That's awesome. Oh, we pulled a cheese like winner, winner. My chair. <laughs> what about what about the other upcycling? <laughs> When when restaurants and, and food companies take all that half eaten salad off people's plates and form it into burgers and call it an impossible burger. <laughs> Man, I can't oh, yeah. wait for the impossible whopper. No, anyway. Press it right. <laughs> anyways, the the three that they have going right now, there's the Choco Stout, which is brewed with uh, unused cocoa pops. Um, cocoa puffs? No cocoa pops, which that might there's another name for them. UK, this is a UK company. Ah, uh, so okay. cocoa, cocoa pops crispies. Is, yeah, cocoa crispies, same thing here. Um, there's an IPA they've got that's brewed with cornflakes, and that's called the throwaway IPA. The stout, I uh, should say, is called the sling it out stout, and then the last one is a pale ale. Um, they call the cast off pale ale, which is made with rice krispies. So Kind of, kind of interesting that they're able to to essentially reduce waste for Kellogg's and turn it into something that apparently people are saying isn't actually that bad. Hmm. I would now, have never thought about that. I, I can give you some info on this. Um, I'll do it. When they make these, um, you know, they they said the the recipes are not necessarily making them in the same way. So they use an example where the cornflakes on the throwaway IPA they replaced uh, some of the wheat that would normally be used. The Cocoa Puffs, or Cocoa Krispies, and the Rice Krispies replace some of the barley in the process. So the recipes aren't exactly the same on all of them. So this this company, the Seven Brothers Company, is having to kind of look at this and figure out, okay, how can we use this or that to get those flavors out of it and, and, and twist it into something else? So it's pretty cool. I don't know if you can get this in the U.S., um, I'm hoping so because they actually are offering like a, a sampler pack, a mixer pack, I guess, with four of each of the Kellogg's infused creations, so a twelve pack. Okay. Um, but I mean, great way for companies to, you know, these food companies especially because craft beer is. I don't know if it's ever been bigger than it is right now. You know, people yeah. love it, and there's so many options, and what a cool way to do something that actually is saving a ton of waste now. Arguably, they could package that same cereal because it's all fit for consumption. It's just not shaped right, basically. And they could send that to things like homeless shelters or whatever else, you know, people in need. That would probably be the best thing to do. But in this in this relationship, well, no, this, uh, make some beer out of it. That's the best. Thing. Well, sure, this company is able to do something. So I'm just happy to see that that a, you know one of these food companies is able to do something to actually help reduce the waste food, you know, mm-hmm. and, and make something that is also helping another industry, another business to succeed. So, right. I know, yeah, we've, we've got a few listeners like, uh, um, I know mailman, he, he loves, 
loves oh, his beer. Jesse's big time into craft beer. Jesse's a beer drinker, a craft beer. Isn't um, well, he's always, a brewer actually? Yeah, oh, moonshine. Uh, Going to have oh, yeah. to make him try oh, some no. brew some stuff. And and I know our our Midwest Matt boy. He's also a a fan yep. of the beer the aficionado as well. Right now, quick side tangent if you want before we read a couple of. Um, couple more reviews speaking of of uh midwest matt boy um he tagged us in a post just this evening i'm gonna throw it to you guys it's a it's an article saying the director of endgame thinks there's only one character big enough for the rock to play in the mcu he wants he says and go apologize for the clickbaitiness of the title of of the whole thing (laughs) but a good talker nonetheless and i thought this was interesting who do you think without looking at the article I already read it. I can't. So okay. you can't say. Okay, who, do, who would you guess, Jason? Uh, it's a character that doesn't isn't currently in a movie. Correct. Okay. Uh, and in the and MCU, you said right. Right. Because we know he's going to be Black Adam, but uh, that's on DC. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, how about the reboot of uh, and he could be uh, Johnny Storm. <laughs> okay. No, that's false. Well, you they have a black they... guy doing it. The last one. No, I know, but that's not what the article said. Okay, and I don't know. You, you were wrong in your guess. The, Thanos, according to Anthony, Thanos no, Jr.? <laughs> no. According to Anthony Russo, one half of the directing team from, from the Avengers MCU Endgame, the best character for The Rock to play in the MCU would be the superhero himself playing himself. So The Rock would need to play The Rock. He is the best version of him. Or... So there's, they're saying the best the best thing to do would be to have The Rock play himself as an appearance in the MCU. What do you think about that? I don't know. He's not he's not he in the MCU. He's cooking. I don't know. No, I know, but that that's the thing. I at my first reaction was like, this is a crock of garbage. What what kind of <laughs> cop out is that? And then I thought about it for a second and remember when I talked about um like Will Smith in Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. How and Will Smith in in Bright as well. How I had such a hard time seeing him as someone other than Will Smith playing a character. If you think about it, I don't care what superhero you have The Rock playing in the MCU. I mean, it could be just someone. The Rock. Yeah, it could be one of the most iconic superheroes Superman. in the MCU. Sure, he could play Superman. <laughs> That's not MCU. You would. <laughs> well, I know it's in DC, but I, I mean, you, you you could have him playing. Um, you know, Wolverine, which he'd be a, a bad Wolverine, I think, just not the right body type for it. But you get what I'm saying. No matter the character, you're always going to look at that and be like, oh, look, The Rock is playing pretend. He's playing dress up as as Wolverine or as this character or that character. Oh, look, The Rock is playing the thing. You know, oh, that's The Rock. Okay, okay. so what, what they're saying is he's not just going to be The Rock. He's going to be, be something himself. happens and he becomes a superhero. Like he gets bit no. by a spider, a radioactive spider. No. And becomes no, a superhero rock. No, they what they're the saying. next Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are no. They are saying that he would be a cameo as himself. So your superhero. Well, he's not a superhero though. I know, but they're saying the best way to get him into the MCU would be to basically have. Let's just say this hypothetical scene where you've got Hulk and you've got uh, the Winter Soldier and, and whoever else, and they're doing something and they're out in L.A. for some reason or wherever they're in New York. And they they bump into the Rock on the street, and they're kind of like, "Oh wow, it's the Rock!" They're a little starstruck by the Rock because he's a, a mega superstar. No, nope. nope, what's better? He's playing himself. I got a better one. He's still playing yeah. himself, but back in the Haiti of when he was with the WWE in Haiti. 
back in his heyday. <laughs> oh, in heyday. Gotcha. <laughs> when wow. he was, uh, and it's another time travel MCU, just like they did for this. Uh, they have to, you know, get one of the Infinity Stones back. So they went back to when WWE, uh, when The Rock was in the WWE and it was huge. So it would have been the WWF, I guess. They, they crash into like WrestleMania and they bump into The <laughs> yeah. Rock there. And then he does like a, uh, you know, like the, um, uh, what, what was his move now? I can't even remember what his move is. People's so elbow? There's the, well, the people's elbow and the rock bottom. Yeah, it does the rock bottom to um, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or right, rock bottoms Bruce Banner into the Hulk. You know? Yeah, and then he turns into the Hulk. Yeah. You know, okay. when he couldn't turn into it in the, uh, in the Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he rock bottoms him, and now he's the Hulk. Now I'm <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you mad, okay. Hulk? And as soon as as soon as Hulk starts talking, he's like, "It doesn't matter if you're mad." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So hey, we got a couple more there, Adam. You want to read a couple, a couple more, more here? We sure do. Chemistry is king. From dude, it's Jeremy. Um, <laughs> hey, digital dude, soup it's is Jeremy. Digital soup is great. An awesome idea, made phenomenal by a hilarious crew, crew of casters. Excited for the future of the show. Awesome. Hidden gem by Hidden Smarts. I was constantly looking for new podcasts to consume, and Digital Soup was recommended by a friend. What caught my attention is the chemistry between the hosts and the latest episode about drug cartels. <laughs> I'm intrigued by the topic initially when I was browsing through, uh, but their energy just made me stay for more. Looking forward to their earlier episodes and cool interactions. My guess is they listen to our review of Sakari. Yeah, that's what I'm well, yeah, thinking, too. Because like, we don't normally we... just talk about drug cartels. <laughs> and we also don't know anything about cartels. Right. We so. know what movies told us. Uh, and then lastly, wait, what? Funny, clean, engaging from Triple Orange. New listener here, but already a fan. These guys play well off each other, somehow managing to cover interesting topics each episode. Funny, clean, and win. Awesome. So, yeah. So we need to dirty cool. it up a little bit. No, we don't. Well, listeners, maybe we make though, it grittier. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to say before we move on to grittier. <laughs> oh, the seg block, man. Oh. I- well, you no, I didn't kill it. You left a, a a major plot point hanging here. Oh no! We've been reading these reviews this whole time, and these are all. I know people are probably you know skeptical because we were joking around. I don't know what's going on with that phone call at the beginning here with <laughs> Oliver. I, I still am confused about that. But anyways, these are legit reviews. You can go see them in Apple Podcasts, and we just want to say thank you for the listeners that have taken the time to leave those reviews. And just know that if you're listening, if you've been with us a while and you've enjoyed the show for a while, take the the couple minutes, pop in there, leave us the review and in, in five star rating on Apple Podcasts because we really do appreciate it. Means a lot not only to help you know potentially with the the bump in in you know where where our show gets listed possibly, but it's just nice to know that you guys are digging the show and it. it just makes us feel good if nothing else. So Yeah, I like to feel like I'm doing the show for more than just my grandmother. <laughs> well, isn't that that was that one review must that must have been dude it's Jeremy. That's your grandmother? Yes, it is. Yeah, no. I don't dude. know who any of these people were, but but so definitely let us know. Yeah. Gritty. <laughs> gritty like in your teeth. I don't even remember what we segued from now. From gritty. <sighs> yeah, gritty. The Joker is confirmed to be gritty. Finally, uh, uh, a DC movie that's gritty, right, guys? Am I right? Uh, you are right. <laughs> okay, the R rating. You are right, and I know you're making a joke because everyone complains that the DCEU universe with with Batman v Superman and all that is always too dark and too brooding and gritty. But yep. the thing is, 
this this Joker movie is looking to, from what we're hearing, now we'll have to wait in here and see what happens when it comes out in October. This movie, though, is confirmed with a, a hard R rating from the director, Todd Phillips, which means we're going to see that that story of this guy losing his mind and even though you know Joker doesn't have an origin it's kind of crappy that they're making him have an origin potentially but at least the story they're telling is going to watch this guy just descend down into darkness and I think that story if they're going to do it they've got to be able to get dark with it there's there's got to be death there's got to be language there's got to be you know if it's a hard R we might even see you know some pretty graphic violence, you know, that you wouldn't normally see in a comic book movie. Well, except, you know, so MCU did this and now DC wants to do it. I mean, with How, Deadpool. What did MCU? Deadpool. Yeah. Well, that's that no, was that's, an R. That, no. that was an R. No, but that's not the MCU. Deadpool what? is a standalone film that who did that Sony or Fox or whoever. And yes, Deadpool is a hard. Okay, I should have just said Marvel. I guess, but it's a it's a comedic. I mean, it is. There's a lot of violence and dirty jokes and everything mm-hmm. else. I wouldn't call it a dark, gritty movie, though. It's aimed for like it's fun, crazy storyline, crazy violence because that's that character. But if you think about maybe Joker, Watchmen. the Watchmen, maybe yeah. I mean, they they went dark, but again, not a a common. It's not like the MCU or, or the main DC universe. Uh, Wolverine, the, la- the last Wolverine tame. movie. I wouldn't call that gritty. What? I think it was fantastic, but I wouldn't call that like a gritty hard R. The, uh, just the, to me, you're a gritty hard one. R. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very good. I loved and it and very bloody. It was, yeah. but it was still like comic book bloody. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm picturing this Joker movie because he's not super powered. He's a regular dude that loses his mind and snaps. And I'm picturing this being like more... When, I, when I'm thinking gritty, hard R, that's why we'll have to wait and see. But I'm thinking more Silence of the Lambs, dark and gritty, and not so much like I've got superpowers and there's a lot of blood, dark and gritty. You, and I you, thought, do you get what I, I mean? I felt Logan, I think so, but I think Logan, I mean, go back and rewatch it from what I remember. It's not lighthearted, like, no, it's, superhero, it's you know, yeah, it's, typical superhero stuff. It's, it's, yeah, it's not, t- it's not like the normal, like, MCU stuff. Like Jessica no, was, Jones, would you say that's kind of dark and gritty? No. No? Not really. It, it's got a darker tone, but it's... got to get really dark and gritty It's still like PG-13. Jessica Jones is still... It's like Dave's crazy. like, if it's not Faces of Death 18, okay. I won't watch it. <laughs> no, Black but I'm dirt excited. under a coffin at night with no moon. Yeah. Dark and gritty enough? Yeah, throw in some <laughs> used coffee grounds in your mouth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> Me too. You are terrible. No, I, I'm excited oh, though because I think um, if... I, I'm Here's what I'm hoping. I hope with this Joker movie, everyone's mad because it really does kind of destroy the character of Joker if you give him an origin story. That's what makes this character terrifying. I've said it before on on this show, episodes and episodes back. Part of what's so terrifying is you don't really know why he is the way he is or who he is. He's a mystery, and that's what makes the Joker work. I'm hoping that what we get is this whole story, and then we see multiple yeah. versions of this descent and you don't really know what's real like a guy I, losing I, his mind like I a, just hope it's interesting enough as far as a story to keep people engaged because I do you know he the, the Joker's a, a he's the villain side character right I mean, he's a main guy but 
And and I like Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's a tremendous actor. Yeah. So that'll be kind of interesting. And I know there'll be a lot of comparisons between him and Heath Ledger's performance. Sure. You know, which I think will stand apart. Just from the previews alone, I think this is going to be a different take. Well, obviously. This also has, is it De Niro or Pacino? De Niro, I think. Denaro. Yeah. Denaro. Denaro's? From, from Domino's Pizza. Yeah, from Domino's. Denaro from Domino's. <laughs> now, uh, what what is what character is he playing, De Niro? I, I don't know exactly. I don't even know if they've said who he's playing. The Joker's dad? Oh, yeah, dad? it says he's, uh, he's playing a talk show host who factors into Arthur, who is the Joker character, that is um, can, Joaquin Phoenix character, factors into his psychological downfall. Can I point something out, though? Yeah. Joker did have an origin story. If you if you look back to uh, Batman 89, yeah, he was just happened. a two-bit thief. You know, he, he killed Batman's dad, uh, mom and dad, early on, but he was, he was just like a criminal, and then he... He went crazy once he had the acid on his face. You know when he well, got- that that's the thing. He's had multiple versions, and even most of those characters end up being fairly ambiguous as far as like, is that really what happened or what didn't happen? When you look at the the comic book canon of it all, that's there's been a few attempts to give him a, a, an origin story. And they've always kind of backtracked them or twisted them in a way because they realize that it was taking away from the terror of the Joker. Mm-hmm. When if you think of 66 Batman and um, what was well, the guy's name that played him? Uh, Adam West. No. Oh, I thought you were talking Joker. about the 60s Romero, uh, television George, no. show. Who played? I can't oh, remember. the Joker. The Joker. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Ramon. Uh, no, um, Razor Ramon. Caesar, Caesar Romero. <laughs> Razor Ramon. It. Yeah. Hey yo. I think it was. I think it was Caesar Romero. I can't, I can't remember. I could yeah, be wrong so, on that though. Like that. But even that though, he was. I mean, that whole show wasn't really Batman canon. You know what I mean? Like it had. I the wish character. I could have a Batman canon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just shoot oh. Batman's out at everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better back up. I got my Batman cannon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it though. I, I I really am. I know people are crapping all over the idea of it, but I I think this movie has some potential to be fun if we realize it's not part of some larger universe. You now, know, it's just uh, a one-off. Uh, like I said. Oh, sorry, Dave. No, you're fine. I'll just say one, just a one-off story. So we've already seen Joaquin Phoenix kind of descend into some kind of craziness. Remember Gladiator? What a great job he did in that one, as he was starting to just lose it because of his. He was like the king position. or something, or the emperor. Well, he was the uh, or something. The the emperor's Caesar. son. Yeah. Okay. He, or, um, I never saw the movie, by the way. You never saw Gladiator. Hey, no, we're not going to make what? it a super review. But no, I haven't seen it. Well, you should see it anyway. <laughs> it's really good. Um. I think it might be time for us to switch over and maybe recommend some apps. Digital Soup App Recommendations. All right, so uh, let's let's uh, mix this around a little bit. Dave, you're first. All right, so what I'm going to do for my app, I, I reached out on my Twitter um, a week or two oh, ago. Your, your personal Twitter, not the my show personal, Twitter? Right, yep. Hi, I was, I'm so good. I have to have my own. I can't share one with the boys. Well, that's because I do my own podcast, which you can find called Adventures in Creativity, and I have a photography and writing side business, all this (laughs) stuff. But on my Twitter, I reached out because I was looking for some recommendations for um, some movies that, no, (laughs) no, I was looking for some recommendations on movies that had like a 
very good cinematography, but a light kind of summery vibe to them. So not a dark, you know, not ironically, not a dark, gritty movie. And this company um, reached out to me. They replied back to me and said, hey, check out our app that we've got um, where we recommend movies. It's called Watch My Mood. And it's it's kind of interesting. What it does is essentially you go in there and you can have it either, you can turn on your camera, have it look at your face and determine the mood it thinks you're in. So and then it'll recommend okay. a movie based on what you think your mood is. Or you can basically <laughs> answer um, a couple of questions, you know, and, and it'll ask you, okay, um, I'm doing it right now. So question one, how do you deal with your exes? You guys, one of you guys answer this. So it'll say... Uh, your choices are awful, I'm still possessive, okay, we are friends, good, except when I'm drunk, or I don't interact with them. Don't interact. Okay. Next, you are waiting for someone to text you back. How do you pass time? You start daydreaming possible responses, you go about your life, you watch some TV, or you check your phone every minute. Go about your life. What is your dream vacation de- destination? They've got hiking in the mountains, a like beautiful paradise beach type area, um, regular like camping in a forest or just kind of crashing at home, laying in bed, relaxing. Uh, let's go with the tropical paradise. And then choose a way to pass time. Kick back, watch a movie, play music or an instrument. They got a guy playing piano, take a nap or cry it out. Play some music. And lastly, what time of day is it where you're at right now? Afternoon, noon, morning, or night? Night. So based on that, it's recommending... It's saying your mood is kind of fearful. We say, okay, if you agree or not. It's recommending <laughs> It's recommending the movie Them, which is a horror movie. And so it, it goes through. All right. And you can choose your mood, but it just it's just a if you're stuck for an idea on something to watch, it's a fun way to uh, plug in and, and have some different recommendations. You can have it recommend a different one, you know, see something else, whatever. Oh, that's fun, nice for getting some ideas. Again. Yeah, fun little app that I, I was kind of uh, – just surprised they reached out and they're, you know, obviously there's advertising their stuff whenever they see anything tagged with certain things, but took time to reach out, had a brief conversation with them and checked it out. It's a pretty cool little app. All right. Jason, what is yours? What? I, well, I thought we were doing it different. All right, mine. We are. I, I stole it from you. Uh, okay. All right. So mine is, hey, anybody out there a diabetic? Just about. All right. Everybody is. <laughs> All right. So my recommendation here is an app called My Sugar. It's something that I've been using for a few years now. And it's it's very user friendly, and it's available on both uh, Android and iOS. Adam, and uh, what's nice about it is not only uh, can you record all of your you know readings that you do, you could put in uh, you know how many glasses of water you've drank, the exercise you've got, um, you know what you ate, you know how many carbs you've eaten, et cetera, like that. And it tracks everything and it gives you a breakdown of, you know, your blood sugar, et cetera, for, you know, like the the last week, the last, you know, month, the last uh, three. It does some trending for your. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. And it's, it, it keeps track of everything. And if your blood sugar, you know, when you record it and it's a little too high, you know, it goes into the yellow and then the red, which I never see, thankfully. I've got it under control. And then, you know, if it gets too low also, it goes yellow and then red, which I've had a few yellows, but no reds yet. And uh, it's just, it's it's something that's helpful. And for those that are techie nerds like myself, anything that, you know, I can use to help me want to 
take my blood, you know, several times a day because I enjoy putting it into the program uh, is, you know, great. So I recommend it to anybody who might be diabetic and needs to record their daily readings. All right. So that's Perfect. my sugar, my M-Y-S-U-G-R. Yes. So um, mine is another IOS app. This is called GIF GIF, or you could call it GIF GIF if you pronounce it right. And it's this <laughs> awesome little fun, stupid app. I've got a link to it in our show notes. And you can kind of see how it works. Basically, it lets you paste faces onto animated GIFs and then send them. And so it'll actually impose the face of whoever you want. Like if you have a picture on your photo roll, um, you can just draw a circle around it with your finger to cut their face out. Oh, you can do this with ow. your friends. And then you just add it to the application and it'll, boom, spit out this animated uh, custom animated GIF. It's pretty dang funny. It's just pure entertainment. That's uh, gifgifapp.com. That's cool. Uh, you know, next week I'm, I'm going to dare you to actually find one that's on Android also, but you know what? I'll try to do that. <laughs> no, you actually, won't. I've got one. I've got one lined up that I think will be on both. Definitely. Okay. So with that, what time is it? Uh, I think it's about uh, about eleven thirty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's time for a geek off. All right. So we were talking about dark and gritty earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through a couple options for a geek off, and I thought, you know what, let's do this one, because some of these movies, a lot of them were some big summer blockbusters as well. Let's do a little Which Was Better, the 90s horror or thriller film edition. Which was better, the 90s horror or thriller? (laughs) No, that's the genre. 90s horror slash thriller films is the genre. Which was better? I'm going to give you a list of movies, just head to head. Which Which one you think was a better movie? And, and we'll all right. go with so that. I'm not a huge horror fan. So we'll see how <laughs> but this I think I prob- am, and I've I, seen them all. I bet. <laughs> I think you might have seen probably a lot of these because these aren't necessarily right. like hardcore horror. But okay. but Adam throws up when there's anything slightly scary. Well, you know. <laughs> Remember, I said horror slash thriller. Oh, I thought okay. you said horror. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Horror. Thriller, so first up was a thriller. movie called. Uh, we're going. The first matchup will be a movie called Dark Man versus the movie Tremors. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'd probably go with Tremors. I mean, Darkman was decent, and there was like a Darkman two, if I remember. But Tremors has like Tremors one through sixty, and um, Tremors is classic. Yeah, and there's comedy in Tremors. There was no comedy in Darkman. There's also some bacon in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but right, but so. I like mine a little chilly. You know, only six degrees. I don't like it. You know, really hot. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it wasn't. Was that a dad joke? I don't know. It's pretty yeah. good. Total, total dad <laughs> joke. I loved it. All right. Next up, Final Destination versus Idle Hands. Oh, definitely got to go with Final Destination. I've always loved those movies, especially the, you know, the the first scene, whatever you call the, what what's yeah. the first scene called? I can't even remember what it's called. The opening scene? Yeah. I, I really like, <laughs> <laughs> shut it. I, I really like those because, you know, that's, that's where they show the accident and then the flash backwards, you know, where they, you know, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Not a pre-denomination, but <laughs> what do you call wow. it? Premonition. Premonition. There we go. I don't have Whoa. words tonight. They, they no, are yeah, failing me. But yeah, I've I always enjoyed. Do you uh, remember Idle Hands, Adam? Do you know both of those? Yes. No, I don't know Idle Hands. The devil, Idle the devil, um, 
he possessed just his hand and not his right. whole body. <laughs> and but the thing is, I believe if I remember right from the very first final destination and Idle Hands, I believe is the same lead character. Well, for the first movie, I the think. first final yeah. destination. Yep. And so it, but Idle Hands is fun. It's got like Seth Green and a few other stars that you'd recognize now that at the time weren't necessarily huge yet, but some some kind of crazy stuff. It's, huge it's, Jackman. No, it's it's a lot of like it's kind of horror and and kind of a, a scary twist, but much like a, a comedy horror. So yeah. But Final Destination wins. This next one, Adam might not know. Jason, I'm not even sure if you'll remember it. I know I used to watch it all the time. But Wishmaster versus Child's Play 2. Didn't see either. Go ahead. I, I think I might have seen the first Wishmaster, Wish, yep. Wishmaster, if I could speak. Are you trying to say Worcestershire? <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> I think I saw the first one, but you know I can't really remember it. I'm going to have to go more with probably uh, the, the old Chucky. Uh, and and I will go Wishmaster because I remember it. Basically, the the whole premise of Wishmaster, Adam, is um, we all think of the the genies, you know, in the magic lamp, and it's it's playing off the a demonic genie, right? Yeah, basically the the gin, D J I N. It's the idea of what what they actually back then used to think that you know historically genies were like evil trickster demon type things, and the mm-hmm. Wishmaster kind of grants. Mm-hmm. Wishes okay. that go horribly wrong. Um, I thought that was something up, to tone up your wish. Yeah, yeah. It's like an ab roller for <laughs> not wishes. like the thigh master, but it was for <laughs> yeah. the wish master, right? <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, a couple of classics here: the craft versus mimic. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with mimic because I enjoy the, and mimic as alien. So of course you're gonna love that. And and they're bugs. They they're basically like. They start out what imitating cockroaches and then start imitating people. I think if so. I remember like right? Yeah, stars Mira Sorvino. Do you remember the craft? Yes, yeah, so that was uh, witchcraft. Nev Campbell. Yep. Yeah. Didn't see either of them. Okay. Of course, Adam didn't. He's so scared that little boy. I, I would <laughs> say this one for me is a fifty-fifty toss-up. Both enjoyable. Let's go with some monster movies. Okay. Lake Placid and its gigantic <laughs> alligator yeah. versus mm. Anaconda and its you know oh, gigantic. That's a tough call because they're so both so cheesy. Yeah, I'm but a- Lake Placid is one that I could rewatch. Yeah, I okay. think so. All right. There's a great line though from uh, uh, John Voight in uh-huh. um, in Anaconda where like uh, snakes don't swim in salt water or whatever. He yeah, said. and he, he just kind of runs his finger down his face and he goes, "They don't." it's awesome quotable anyways all right next up now i don't know if you these were both movies i really enjoyed um but they're kind of dark uh there's the first one is a movie called stigmata i remember that yep yep versus the movie devil's advocate (laughs) i saw devil's advocate i didn't see stigmata okay what'd you say i think stigmata is more of a horror movie though Yep, Stigmata's probably Devil's more Advocate, of... I don't really consider that a horror movie. Well, it's the horror thriller. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Stigmata. Okay. And Adam, you're going to say Devil's Advocate just because you hadn't seen the... Yeah, Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! All right. Now, the last one, kind of the epitome... Uh, the epitome? The pit of you. It is the epit of me. No, the, uh, the, the epitome of the summer thriller horror movie back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, I know you're going to mention Scream. Scream being the the one mm. versus 
its counterpart with I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, they were both good. They were both. I did yeah. see both of those. Scream was, I liked, I think Scream was a little better. <laughs> Liver alone. <laughs> <laughs> those are both, I, I yeah. have to call that, in my opinion, a dead even tie. Because they both have <laughs> no some. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. They both have amazing moments. They're both that feel good. Not feel good, but feel just good. like. Well, the feel good slasher movie of the summer. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're they're, they're just like kick back, enjoy your popcorn. A coming of age tale. You're not going to leave the theater feeling creeped out and scared. There's a lot of jump scares in both of them, but it's it's like just they're fun stories. Like you, yeah, true, true, you get into it. Now, uh, can I uh, tell you how utterly disappointed I am of you right now, though, Dave? Why? I could have made a list about an hour long. No, but this- there's there's two movies. That you have to pair together, you know, contrast together, and you didn't even pick it. Which are? Which are, uh, which one would you guys pick? The Hellraiser series or the Phantasm series? I'll tell you what, I thought hard about that and I almost added it in. The main reason I didn't is because my guess, and Adam, you can. Well, yes, I'm sure he hasn't seen either of these. I was just saying, I I was guessing, I tried to pick movies that I thought had a chance that both of you may have seen at least one of the two. These were scary movies. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Those two. I mean, Adam, I want you before bed tonight, (laughs) I want you to watch uh, Hellraiser 1 and Phantasm 1. Okay. Finish it up with that Lights Out movie trailer, whatever that (laughs) was. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll do that. You know what? <laughs> yeah. If we still lived in the same, you know, uh, no, state and we could hang out, I would definitely, you know, say, hey, come on over. We need to watch some of these movies. Yeah. Because I, I want to I, I scare Adam. I think it would be best <laughs> if Adam waited until he sent his wife and kids out of town on a happy, relaxing weekend and then watches them starting at about 11 p.m. by himself and finishing about 3 a.m. Hopefully there's storms going on with lightning and thunder, you know, and <laughs> well, no, cause a bat's it, in his house just flying around. He'll probably lose internet. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I know, That's I fun. I, I, I've been on this total movie binge kick lately, and, and I found there are just so many movies, not only that I want to rewatch... <laughs> hey. Uh, Newsflash, everybody. Dave from the Digital Soup Podcast has now determined that there's a lot of movies. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to follow up with this story next week. (laughs) Just just kidding, Dave. What I was saying was that there's so many that I want to rewatch that I really enjoyed and kind of forgot about, and also so many that I I need to see just for the the pure... You read about them and people talk about them like they're amazing. So just to Mm -hmm. see if they add up, you know, hold up to... Uh, Newsflash, everybody. Dave from the Digital Soup Podcast has now determined that he believes that there's not a single man, woman, or child alive today that has not at one time or another enjoyed a good beverage. <laughs> what? I must have missed something. Uh, you, you've now come to the conclusion that everybody in the world has at one time or another enjoyed a good beverage. Well, we heard you, but we don't get it. Yeah, I don't get why I said that. <laughs> Did I say something because referencing you're so, a beverage? Isn't it ironic? Don't, Don't you, think? you think? Dave's like, hey, there's a lot of movies out there, people. <laughs> well, no, if you were listening, you just jumped in at that point in my sentence and finished it for me. I was saying there's so many that I wanted to rewatch and see because people talk about them in glowing terms. I'm lost. But that doesn't mean you have to be a listener. 
Yeah. So bless her. Sure. Can we have more than hey, one? Adam, <laughs> not at a time. You you bring up sharing headphones. You bring up a very good point there, though, because Jason, you were mentioning this. We were chatting about a little bit offline a couple weeks ago. We have long referred to our listeners as our super friends, mm-hmm. and we're kind of wondering, like, what we need a name for for you guys, the listeners. We need a name for you guys to make it like something cool, something part of the team. What Adam? What what would you recommend our listeners? If you have an idea, like some some pop you know podcasts I listen to, they they refer to their people as like army ants because that's just their theme, or you know the such and such army or the such and such squad or you know whatever it is. And I, I don't want to use like the standard <laughs> current day stuff, like "Hey, digital soup fam." I mean that that's not us. <laughs> we you got know. you, fam. But do we have like some kind of cool? nickname for the listeners we could come up with or listeners do you have well, any ideas on what you'd like to be call yourselves you know i i came up with a good one but dave didn't like it at all uh right. going off the military type you know you know like like you were just saying there i thought you know we could call our listeners the troop and we could call them the super troopers yeah and, and i quickly said <laughs> no we are not naming our listeners and, and giving them the nickname to match that same movie. No, it's spelled super. I don't care. Like it soup. Across, it sounds like we're ripping off a movie. But Adam, you have any ideas? What other than uh, just listeners? Something uh, make it personal. It's t- tomato soup. There's chicken noodles. <laughs> yeah. Chili. Wonton. Mm. Hey, wontons. <laughs> super bowl. Listen up, wontons. We're talking to you. <laughs> no, it just something. I, I don't know. Something listeners. That, that actually sounds a little racist. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. Now that I say call somebody that. a wonton. Yeah. Oh, so we don't want to call our listeners something they don't like. I got no. it. I got it. Here we go. Hey, what's up, geekazoids? Well, it kind of sounds derogatory. <laughs> well, I think for now we're going to stick to super friends. But if listeners, okay. if you have an idea, let us know. Yeah, something better. And we're going to throw this all- up on Twitter too, so you guys can see it. You know. And, you know, because if you don't see this, uh, listen to this episode specifically, which I hope you listen to every one of them. Oh, they do. Uh, we'll, we'll throw it up on Twitter. So, you know, maybe we'll do yep. a poll. We'll pick like, you know, uh, like, well, Dave, Adam, and I will each pick one. That'll be one, two, and three. And then four is other. And then you just, you know, comment what that other would be. So after Jason throws up on Twitter, you can head on over <laughs> to digitalsuitpodcast.com. <laughs> where you can see and hear everything Digital Soup. And also, guys, you can listen to us anywhere where you hear podcasts, including iHeartRadio now. Yeah! So check that out. And as Dave mentioned earlier in the show, we really do appreciate any reviews you guys can leave telling a friend about us. That would just be be awesome. So make sure you uh, subscribe, tell a friend about us. We really appreciate your listenership. Have an awesome week. We'll catch you next time. Take care, guys. Whoa, Nelly Furtado. Oh, don't do that. Spicy meatball. (laughs) He's just ripping off. Oh, man. Hey, Jezelnik ripped me off. I'm calling you out right now, buddy. (laughs) That last episode, you ripped off one of our segments, one of our, you know, little (laughs) things that we do. Here, Adam, here's what they did. They would play the breaking news thing and then say something (laughs) with a breaking news voice. That's our thing. That is us. Jezelnik and Rosenthal, you guys are going down. Oh, yeah. We're going to steal Erica so she can come shine on. Oh, yeah. Digital soup, you crazy diamond. And hey, you know what? That's and my I, song. 
and I think the next episode I'm going to come on drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're take do the care. Whole <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to tweet JRVP, the Jesen Lick and Rosenthal Project, and let them know they're stealing digital soups ideas. Have a good one. Adios. Junior Vice President. <laughs> what? It's the Digital Soup Podcast. <laughs>